What's up, you guys? We got a, another beautiful episode of the Divisions Down podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, solo episode today. Full transparency. I smoked weed before this, so my mind might go in several different locations. I don't even really feel present right now, and it's great. So we are kicking off the episode. Uh, obviously, the last video I just posted was the announcement video about F-Boy Island, if you guys haven't heard about it. You probably haven't been outside or on your phones, but FY Island is this new show coming to HBO Max July 29th. And uh, if you looked at this People article, you would have seen there are 24 eligible bachelors, uh, some of them self-proclaimed as nice guys, some of them self-proclaimed as F-boys or fuckboys is uh, the, the real term there. But your boy's on the show. So... It's coming soon. Uh, super fucking hyped. We're less than two weeks away. This is a show that I talked about in the announcement video. And again, it's like just such an incredible experience. Incredible group of people uh, made friends for life. Like two months of our lives in the Cayman Islands, literally just dedicated to this show, like pouring our hearts, our souls, our like just everything, all our energy into this project for two months. So to see it come to life is obviously really cool. Um, and really just being a part of it as a first season show is like a true blessing. So Anyways, this episode is not about that, but I do wanted to I did want to highlight that in case you guys didn't see the last video. So, today's video is really about uh kind of my journey to where I'm at today and I wanted to kind of share with you guys how the fuck I've gotten here um turning 25 next next month, August 12th, 1996. Shout out all my Leos and uh you know, it's been a wild journey. So, I wanted this just to be more personal, kind of me and you guys as you guys get to know me as a creator and uh I'm going to just kind of dive into my story and I hope it inspires at least one person. And I feel like that's really all I need from this is, you know, if one person hears it and they're like, holy shit, like I could do, you know, cool things too. Like, then that's fucking amazing. So, uh, let's get into it. Make sure you guys subscribe, smash the like button, turn the post notifications on. As I always say, make sure you guys go check out keepmellow.com, M E L L O W best melatonin, (laughs) whoa, best melatonin on the planet helps you sleep better. It's drug free, pesticide free, vegan, plant-based tastes great tastes like lavender and grape extract and uh, you can use the code mellow 20 for 20 percent off your order link is down in the description and with that being said let's get into video so i wanted to just tell you guys like kind of how i started and like what the fuck has been happening in the last quarter century of my life crazy to think that 25 is literally less than a month away it's actually funny enough the last three or four episodes of the show are dropping on my birthday so super excited for that Um, but yo, so how it kind of started, you know, parents are first generation Indian, uh, came here in their twenties, you know, started from the bottom. Dad was working at a a jewelry store, like selling watches. Mom was, um, a teacher, uh, dad worked at Starbucks. Mom worked at a furniture store. So really just like, you know, hustling, like from, from the fucking ground up. So, you know, definitely come from uh, a humble family, a family that, um, you know, is, is very supportive and basically, Anyways, they come to the States and uh, sister's born first, one sister, and then I was born second uh, in Kansas City. Big shout out to anybody born in Kansas City, really. Um, But uh, yeah, grew up, you know, parents were trying to figure it out. Dad was becoming a doctor. Mom was teaching. And then we ended up moving. Kind of my earliest memories are in Bakersfield, California, which is actually like one of the worst places to live. It was on a um, like a fucking article and it was like, oh, like these are the top 10 like worst places to live. Like Bakersfield is like number one on there. So terrible place in the sense that like nothing to do as a kid. You're really just going to like Chuck E. Cheese or fucking to the mall. But you know, we ha- I had my friends, um, 
went to elementary school, uh, dad is a psychiatrist. So, you know, early on I was kind of like super interested in, you know, like cars. I was always a big car guy. Um, you know, like motorbikes, like dirt bikes, like BMXing. So anything like action sports related, I played football. <clears throat> and so did all those things. And, uh, and then I kind of like when I hit 12 or 13, I kind of found this new itch in my life. And that was for business and for entrepreneurship. So when I started um, my first business, I was, I think maybe like 12 or 13. And what I was doing was um, going on Craigslist, you know, sourcing literally fake Beats headphones. And then I was uh, getting them from China and then selling them on Craigslist as real headphones. So I was making like 200 bucks a day off of these headphones. And sooner but later or sooner or later, I got caught obviously doing that. So I graduated and I started selling fake Rolex watches, which is even worse. And ended up doing that on like uh, eBay, you know, selling it kind of like on Craigslist, wherever I could and ended up uh, getting screwed over on eBay because, you know, I sold a fake Rolex as a fucking real Rolex. So the guy found out, obviously ended up filing a dispute with PayPal. I'm now banned from eBay. I'm banned from Venmo. Can't do any business. I've tried to make new accounts. It doesn't fucking work. I don't know why. So if anybody out here wants to help with that, that'd be great. But um, started doing that and then fucking, you know, just kind of like fell into real companies. So the first business I started was uh, in high school. It's called surprisemonkey.com. And the whole concept was like these weird surprise mystery boxes. So like, you know, you pay uh, 20 bucks for a box and whatever's in the box will be worth at least $20, but probably more. So kind of came up with that concept, figured out how to build a website um, using Shopify and kind of like how to integrate PayPal using MailChimp, like all these different platforms. And that was kind of like my first real step into, you know, entrepreneurship. Now, mind you, at the same time, I'm growing up, um, going to Troy High School. Big shout out to the, uh, wow, I forgot my own alma mater. What was it? Warriors. Big shout out to the Troy Warriors. Wow, massive brain fart. Um, you know, went to Troy, ended up going to USC. My sister went to USC and, uh, you know, Indian family. So, again, they wanted me to be, you know, uh, educated, right? And for me, I was like in love with business. I was in love with starting companies, like making money. And I was like, bro, I don't really want to go to college, but uh, ended up going and, you know, ended up at USC where I studied the music business, uh, entrepreneurship. And uh, well, yeah, those are the two things I studied. And then, you know, just kind of like did the frat life. You know, I was in uh, Phi Sigma Kappa, big shout out to Phi Sig um, at USC. It was great. You know, did that, was partying a lot. Um, and kind of like during that college time, I, uh, I was playing rugby. So it <clears throat> was kind of like busy with that. But then I was started, um, kind of falling more in love with jewelry, which kind of like, uh, was built off of that, you know, time in my life where I was selling Rolexes and I started learning how to make grills. So like gold teeth literally, which is why I own grills. Cause I actually love them. And it kind of throws me back to like how I started my first like business and shit. So, um, yeah, like with the grills you know, I started doing, uh, molds. So I learned out, I learned how to take an impression. I wasn't even a dentist, obviously I'm not a dentist, but, uh, just kind of like watch tutorials, figured tutorials, figured out how to take impressions, started DMing the fuck out of like literally any celebrity in LA. So like was doing grills for like Kehlani, um, just like a lot of cool artists and stuff. And then from there, I was trying to figure out the ins and outs of like, how do you build a jewelry company, especially when you're trying to sell like real shit, like real Rolexes, you know, real diamonds, real gold It's very capital intensive. And if you go to LA, like in downtown, <clears throat> most of everybody that's in the business is like, 
you know, their family's been in it for generations and generations and the, the companies are being passed down. So for me, I was like, fuck, like, I don't know how to like do this, right. And make money. So I moved into counter, not counterfeit jewelry, um, like CZ. So like cubic zirconia jewelry at a lower price point. I was doing that, um, as I was graduating and I ended up getting a job in private equity consulting. So as you can see up to this point, I'm like 2021, 20, but the path has not been straight. You know, like I, I was growing up, I was wanting to be a pro BMXer. And then I found interest in, um, you know, in starting companies and then, you know, got into uh, private equity consulting, which is completely different. Like it's a corporate, you know, you're a fucking robot all day job. And so I'm sitting there at this job, like hating it really. Like I hate, literally dreaded driving to that office. And honestly, big shout out to third bridge. Like I appreciate you guys for giving me the opportunity. Funny story. I actually got fucking fired from there. So that's funny. Um, but honestly getting fired from there was like the best shit that ever happened. So yeah, I was working at third bridge and then, um, you know, making decent money started like, you know, I think I was making like 60, 70 K bought my first Mercedes. You know, I felt like I was on top of the world, like at 21, 22, I felt cool. But you know, at the same time, I'm like building this jewelry company, like during my lunch breaks, like, you know, uh, I'd be in the bathroom, like sending DMs, like trying to figure out how to scale this e-com company. So ended up kind of just getting distracted with that. And then, uh, got fired from, from that company. And I was kind of like in a weird spot. I was like, you know, I've, I've always known I was different. Like I always knew that I was going to be doing different shit for most people. Um, but I wasn't sure what it was. So I ended up starting another company called Division, um, called, sorry, Divide Media. And at that point, I was basically managing um, like uh, social media budgets for like local companies. So we picked up a client in Beverly Hills called Andreas Fashions. Um, funny story there, big shout out to Efren. <laughs> we rented a Ferrari uh, 458 for like 400 bucks. And we were like, dude, we should take this and drive around the city and like walk into companies and um, like see if you know we can sell them social media marketing services. So we ended up doing that. Literally the first fucking place we went to, again, big shout out to Samantha and Carmen at Andreas Fashions. They uh, took us on as a client, ended up signing, was like 5K a month. Um, I was on top of the world. I thought I was rich as fuck. I was, you know, going to the bank, collecting this $5,000 like uh, check. And I was walking around with like five bands in cash, like thinking I was so dope. And then of course, client <laughs> ended up dropping out. Uh, we weren't delivering or whatever, had a fallout with my partner. Um, but again, big shout out to Efren because still my boy for life. Um, and then I was like, fuck. All right. So I went from making, you know, five, six K a month to zero and then back to five, six K and then back to zero. So I was like, this is weird, you know? And at the same time, like in college, actually, I was actually hosting open houses. So like I was going house to house, um, you know, talking to people, like uh, basically trying to be a realtor and ended up starting, started doing uh, open houses for like Josh Flagg, Joe Babajian. And through that, I kind of realized like, I really want to be in entertainment, like somehow, because in school, and I, as I mentioned before, I was studying the music business. So I was working at Interscope Records, uh, I worked at Roar Talent Agency, worked at Bill Silva Entertainment. So between like 18 to 22, it was just a lot of like moving around, like jumping from thing to thing. People were getting confused as to like who the fuck I was, like what was I doing at any given time? They had no clue, like no one understood it. And um, I think at the time I was like, I was just going through my trial and error process, like trying to figure it out. And so mind you at the same time. So as I'm in college, as I'm working on jewelry, as I'm doing open houses, 
I'm also trying to be an actor, right? So I did a couple of videos for BuzzFeed, did uh, Card Sharks on fucking uh, ABC, the game show, um, you know, Victorious. Like I started just doing these random gigs. Music videos was in the Gunna, um, Gunna and Eminem Godzilla video, or sorry, Eminem and Juice World Godzilla video. Um, and then I think I did another one, but, or yeah, the Gunna Skybox video. So I was just doing all this random shit, like music videos, fucking building companies, working a job, like open houses. And it just became overwhelming. And I like, you know, started gaining weight, started like not being able to take care of myself. So I was in this complete rut, but being an independent person and not wanting to go to anybody for anything, like I was just, you know, uh, just like trying to get through it, like going through the trenches. <clears throat> and at this time I had a girlfriend, so she was definitely, um, you know, my rock like at the time for sure. And I, if I didn't have her, I don't know where the fuck like I would have ended up, but so big shout out to Jessica. Um, but yeah, so like crazy time. So all this shit is happening. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just fucking double down on real estate. So I went <clears throat> uh, to Douglas Elliman, who's my current broker and uh, became a realtor there full time. Wasn't really distracted by anything. And at this time, uh, I'd read a book called The One Thing by, I think, like, uh, something Williams, the guy who started uh, Keller Williams. And it said, like, when you're first starting out, like, as you're doing shit and, like, trying to figure yourself out and build yourself, like, just focus on one thing for, like, 60 to 70% of your time. So I took that advice and I was just selling houses full time. Like, uh, I was doing that and I started working at a company called More Financial. Um, doing hard money loans. Big shout out to Sean uh, and Steve and Mike and everybody. Um, but I was doing hard money loans. So as I'm hosting these open houses, doing real estate, you know, just graduated college, um, I'm starting to like uh, learn about like the finance side of real estate. So escrows, like documents, uh, the bank stuff, loans, like all this real practical knowledge that really every adult needs to know, especially when you're trying to go buy a house. So uh, basically full-time sales role, working at more, doing hard money loans. I think in my first year I did like 7.8 million or something in loans, which is great. Started making more money. Um, and I found this passion for like the luxury lifestyle, like the cool, the nicer things in life. Right. So as I'm doing this, uh, uh, I think COVID hit. Yeah. So COVID hit this is, so now we're all the way up in, um, April of 2019 or March of 2019. And, um, or was it 2020? I forget. But anyways, so I end up, my mom is home, right? My dad moved to um, El Centro, California. So he's going back and forth for work. And I was like, I'm gonna just go chill with my mom, hang out with her and like, just kind of like figure out what the fuck's going on. Because the company that I was at, the real estate company, the more financial, um, you know, they had some changes or whatever. So I ended up having to leave. And then I was like, okay, like what, like what now? So I was selling houses, making like, you know, five, 10, sometimes 15 K a month, like doing pretty well, staying with my mom. And then I started watching impulsive Logan Paul's podcast. Right. So I'm in COVID watching this podcast and I get to thinking, I'm like, huh? Like there's so many people watching these podcasts, right? Like millions of people are watching Logan's podcast and you know, they're selling products. Like they're selling products in the, you know, their description boxes on Instagram, like all over social media, just by creating content and, um, like creating businesses around the content basically. So, I was watching Impulsive and I was like, I, I found out who Mike was, this guy, Mike Malak, big shout out to Mike. Uh, I saw him sitting there. I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Started kind of reading up on him and I learned that he had just started dating Lana Rhodes, AKA Amara Maple, who we're gonna try to have on this podcast, hopefully. And I was like, wait, like Mike definitely has 
like an all male audience and he's dating one of the biggest ex porn stars ever, like in history. Right. And she only did it for like a year or two. I think, um, I was like, Hmm, it'd be dope if Mike had some sort of brand deal, like some sort of deal with a company related to Viagra. So basically the shit that people use for (laughs) erectile dysfunction or ED or whatever. And so I hit up this company called blue chew and I was like, yo, like, I represent Mike, you know, for brand partnerships. It'd be dope if you guys did a paid partnership with Mike. Here's his social links, you know, let me know what you think. And I think within like 24 or 48 hours, I got an email back from um, from Blue Shoe and they were like, bro, like we love Mike, like let's do a deal. You know, they come, they come forward with this big offer and I'm like, all right, cool. Now I just got to like meet Mike because I don't know him. He has no idea who the fuck I am. So obviously me having done years and years and years of kind of like Instagram business development, like figured out how to like get in touch with people, like all that experience, I felt like kind of led up to this one moment where I was like, let me Instagram DM Mike and see if he responds. And I sent him an email, immediately got a response. He was like, bro, love Blue Chew, talk about them all the time. Let's do a deal. So now, you know, obviously I lied to Blue Chew because I didn't know, I wasn't representing Mike. Uh, but now I'm in a position where I'm brokering this deal between this massive influencer and this really cool brand. And that's kind of what started this new chapter in my life with what was, what was called div management LLC is now uh, division media. And, um, for the last 12 to 16 months, Nick, my co-founder, big shout out to Nick and I have built uh, a massive company, 20 employees, uh, millions of dollars in revenue. And we're working with some of the biggest, you know, creators in the world from Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Mike Malak, the Ace family, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears from Zoe 101, FaZe Banks, Steve Will Do It. Like all the biggest creators in the world are now talent that we're working with directly and putting together these massive partnerships for. So like, you know, some deals that we've done, uh, Jake Paul and my bookie, the sports betting company, we did the Mike and uh, Blue Chew deal. We done, uh, we've done the Ace family and Hybe you know, Gymshark and Impulsive, like so many of these different deals that are now like massive well-known partnerships. Um, And so that has been kind of what's been consuming my life for the last 12 to 16 months. And honestly, just very blessed. Like I'm in a place where I'm very happy um, with the business. Work is great. Bought my first house last year, you know, when I was 24. So like just accomplishing all these things, bought the I-8, you know, the, the nice apartments, like all this cool shit. And it's not to brag. It's just to say like, it's fucking cool. You know, like it's fucking cool and it's and not many people can do it. And the only reason I'm able to do this kind of shit and like kind of just live and kind of like do things my way without having to be at a job every day is like, and the thing is guys, like I'm at my computer all day anyway. So like I'm working 24 seven. It's not like a nine to five. Like it's literally like 7am to like, you know, it's nine 30 right now. So working all day long. And the point of this is like, it took me fucking 10 years, like literally 10 years of trial and error. So like from 13, starting with the, uh, you know, the fake headphones to the surprise monkey.com business. I had a party promotion business where I rented out a venue, was expecting 300 people to show up. Five people showed up. I lost like six G's embarrassing fucking moment to, you know, starting the jewelry company to selling real estate, you know, the corporate jobs, like hard money loans, like all these 15 things that I went through for 10 years led to a moment, which within that moment and a year and a half, like I've been able to like accomplish a a crazy amount of shit. And it's all, it's not even because of me, it's it's thanks to the team. Like the whole division media team is just fucking bodying it. And I think like 
quite frankly, I'm speaking this in existence, I think we'll probably sell the company in the next 12 to like 16 months. And it's all, it's all happening very quick. Obviously, FY Island happened kind of while all this was happening. And I'll get more into that in a later episode of kind of like um, my character on the show and how the business and everything that I'm doing ties into that. But um, the whole point of this, again, is not to brag. It's just to tell you guys like, you know, it took 10 years for me able to start a company that has been successful, like for the last like maybe six to eight months, you know? So the whole point of this was just to tell you guys, like, it's a long-term game. Like if you're struggling, if you're fucking sitting at home, like, shit, I don't know what to do. Like the, the answer is really just like do shit and like, just try shit. So if you don't know, um, maybe you're like 13 or 14 and you're like, fuck, like, I don't know what I want to start or like what company I want to run or what even like industry I'm in, like find what you're what you're interested in. So like if you like jewelry or you like, I don't know, skincare, like explore that, like start to get curious and do things that kind of like provoke action. Right. So if you love music, but you never played an instrument, like go pick up a piano, like go pick up a fucking guitar. It's the same shit. It just, it applies, you know, it's like you don't get big without doing push-ups, Right. It's the same shit. So that's kind of the story from, um, you know, me and kind of like how I got to where I am at 25 with the company you know, 20 employees, all the shit, the HBO reality show, like a lot of just crazy things. Um, and I hope this kind of story like inspires some of you and, um, you know, gives you guys kind of like a little bit of motivation or whatever. Like that's kind of the, the whole intention with this. So that's, uh, that's all I got, I think for this episode, but thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Make sure you guys subscribe, smash that like button, turn post notifications on and uh, make sure you guys tune in to HBO Max's new show, F-Boy Island, coming on July 29th. Going to be a fucking amazing show. Literally the best dating show you guys are ever going to see. It's a comedy. It's not like other shows. Like It's absolutely insane. And I think the whole world is going to be absolutely shocked with what the fuck goes down. So make sure you guys go check out HBO Max, F-Boy Island. And uh, stay tuned for another episode of the podcast coming soon. I'll see you guys later. Peace.